Thanks for listening to the Cornerstone Tulsa podcast. Our mission is to cultivate communities shaped by the gospel for the renewal of all things. We'd love for you to join us on Sundays at 9.30 or 11 right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're calling this year the Year of the Bible as we read and study through the Bible cover to cover. On August 25th, we'll kick off the New Testament along with home-based small groups who will study the weekly reading together. If you'd like more information about any of this, visit our website at cornerstonetulsa.org. And with that, let's hop into this week's teaching. Sweet. After each person shares, we're going to all respond together, thanks be to God. So in response to what Holly has shared about God's work in her life, we all say, thanks be to God. Uh, In the passage that Russ read, there's this great line. It said, one generation will commend, oh, the paper's gone, your faithfulness to to another. One generation will commend the works of God to another. It turns out that one of the ways, one of the most important ways that we pass on our faith to our children is by them hearing other adults talking about the work of God. It's like, well, it's not just mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, or guardian, but it's other people are in this thing too. And so, uh, this morning, we've kept our, our elementary kids in the room because we want our, our kiddos to hear these stories. And what we're going to do, uh, kind of the ground rules, is in just a minute, I'm going to open the floor, and you can raise your hand, and I'll run to you with a microphone. Hold it in the neighborhood of your mouth, okay? Okay, here you Hold it in the neighborhood of your mouth. You don't have to kiss it. Um, so we can hear you. And take 60 seconds or 90 seconds, not a ton longer than that, just to share what God has done in your life. And we put some questions on social media to kind of get you thinking, but it could be just how have you experienced the faithfulness of God this year? How has God disciplined you for your good in a way that like hurt, but now you're seeing the benefits of it? How has God shown himself faithful to you in joys and in blessings, in grief and in loss? What have you learned through the year of the Bible? What have you learned through your apprentice group? And we want, to do, we want to share these stories for two reasons, and it's the word honor and it's the word encourage. By sharing these stories publicly, we honor God, who is the author of all of them. And we want to honor God this morning for what he's done this year. And the other reason is to encourage each other, because as Aaron said, you may be in a season where things feel pretty dark, and you need to hear about the good work of God in the lives of other people. So uh, I'll, I'm going to open up the floor in just a second, and as, as it gets, uh, starts to awkwardly wind down, I'll take the mic back. But um, how has God worked in your life this year? I'm just going to open up the floor. Yeah, and as, you, and as you share, stand up and say your first name, and then feel free to hop in. My first name is Austin. Last name is Sigendaler, so it's a good thing you said just the first name. Um, I'm going to speak for both of us. This is Cassidy. This is my fiance. This is our fourth week at Cornerstone. Um, I'm going to sit down because I'm just going to walk around probably. Um, <laughs> better seated. Um, the intention for this for us was to like describe the faithfulness of God in this season for us. We uh, recently have become engaged, so we're growing and developing and uh, and needing this, but the faithfulness of God has manifested itself in lots of ways in many moments, but one is this, because we had a longing and a need in our hearts for connection and people that we felt we could plant ourselves with. 
Um, and we were in a situation where we didn't feel like that. That was, we didn't feel like we were in a place physically in a church that we could do that at. And it was a longing in us. So we just began to pray. And uh, the mystery of God came and spoke to us and led us here, essentially. And it's been nothing but goodness and faithfulness. And just being four weeks in, it's just been uh, tangible and intangible things from God. Uh, So, yeah, just the faithfulness of God in many, many moments. But this one has manifested itself with this church. So, yeah. We all respond. Thanks be to God. All right. Hey, is Nina in the room? Hey, Nina, will you grab that mic and take that side of the room? And when I start playing music on the phone for a person to wrap up, just take the microphone away, okay? Hi, I'm Zoe. We're also new here, and I think last night it hit me when I realized we are going to church in the morning, and I got excited. And this church is refreshing. It feels genuine. It feels like what we needed, too, as a newlywed couple. And so God's faithfulness showed up in this church for us. Thanks be to God. If I step this way, it'd be a little bit easier. My name's Beverly, and when I was excited when John presented this again this year, and immediately I went back to February, and I had been praying, and I was asking God, what do you have planned for our, our life here, my life? Because I've been very involved in missions in our other church. And the next morning, I got a call to go on a mission trip to Lebanon. And it totally opened myself to a totally new area to be connected with. Uh, we got to meet with uh, Libyan pastors, Syrian pastors, and pastors from Turkey. And our daughter and her family had been in the Middle East for a number of years. So I knew that region of the Middle East, but this has opened a whole new area. And to be able to pray for these people, knowing the sacrifice that they've gone through. And we've lost a couple of pastors there due to the tension in that area. But God has just opened a whole new area to me, and I'm so thankful for that, and I'm thankful for this church. Amen. We all say, thanks be to God. Who else? I had to wait for you to get far away, so you had to run. Um, My name's Aaron. Um, I think, to me, this year, one way that God has been faithful, um, you know, you go through seasons where you're very emotionally engaged in faith, and then seasons that feel very, very dry. Um, And through the year of the Bible, I like, we started it, and I was like, God is going to speak through Scripture so loudly. And he has some. But also, um, surprisingly through fiction, I feel like God sneaks in sometimes, where you read stories, whether it's, you know, um, like Tolkien or Narnia or others, and, and God just kind of whispers, and he puts in you like a longing for his return and for his kingdom. And I think that's something that like surprised me so much that, that little books written for children could like awaken in you a longing for the return of Christ. Um, but that's something that I've really experienced this year and been incredibly grateful for. Um, So, yeah, so for God sneaking in through fiction. Thanks be to God. Hi, 
my name is Sydney. This is just my first time here. That's my sister. I don't even live in Tulsa. But, um, but I was thinking I could say something that sounds super profound and good, but the reality is my year was hard. I had a really hard year, and but it is I've learned the beauty of brokenness and vulnerability and just seeing the Lord, his healing. We're not going to be perfect. It is a process of sanctification, so that's just what I've been learning, that he's in the brokenness and he heals us, but it's his time, not our own. So that's something I've been learning. Awesome. Everybody says, thanks be to God. Hi, I'm Claire. I just moved here from Ohio. Um, thank you. Um, I had this really wild revelation this summer. Um, I was road tripping around with some friends, um, was super broke, driving in from New Orleans. Um, I stopped here to visit my grandmother, um, and I literally, like, I rolled in on fumes. I had no money, like, was just living on a prayer, essentially. Um, and I got here, and my grandmother was like, hey, how was your drive? And I was like, I made it, and that's it. And she looked at me, and she was like, I knew you would. I was praying for you. And I literally, like, I immediately had to leave the room because I was crying. I was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. Like, that's why I made it here. Um, and I think it was a really big moment that kind of blew my socks off because all of a sudden I realized that while I had been like pretty actively running away from God, he had been keeping me safe on that journey just because she was praying for me and because I had people in my life who loved me and cared for me in a really active and uh, productive way. Um, so I moved here <laughs> to live with her, um, and that's it. I'll say thanks be to God. Thank you. Now, some of you have stories, and I'm going to start calling you out if those hands don't go up. I'm just kidding. Kind of. Hey, someone on this side want to be on deck? Raise your hand. I kind of felt bad for Nina. She was not handing the mic out. Um, my name's Harold. Um, Twelve months ago, I had a pretty big health scare. I was in Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, really caused me... Uh, to change my perspective on a lot of things. You know, you go through life year after year, and you think it's always going to go on that way, and um, it doesn't always. And God really moved in my, way, my life in a powerful way. It caused me to dig in deeper with my family, with friends. I'm really blessed. I've got um, two or three small groups that I spend a lot of time with, and um, so it's just been a real neat year for me, and I just feel blessed to be here today. Amen. We all say, thanks be to God. All right, Briggs. I'm Briggs, and I'm <clears throat> thank you for Christmas, and it's Jesus' birthday. Yeah. Thanks be to God. Thanks, Briggs. Hi, I'm Caitlin. This is my husband, Carter. We've been going here for a little over a year, like two months after it planted, but um, I just wanted to say how much of a blessing this church has been for our marriage specifically. We've been married for a little over a year, but that was a big decision for us, trying to find what church to be in as a married couple, and we went to Cornerstone thanks to the Annettes inviting us, and we immediately felt like this church was so real and authentic. Um, we love John's teaching. And then we got plugged into a community group, and we had the Briggs, who are amazing leaders, who are kind of guiding us through. 
And then we did the first, <laughs> we did the year of the Bible in our first year of marriage. And it was such a blessing and unexpected and really brought us together and uh, just saturated Jesus in our marriage. So we're thankful for that prompting from Cornerstone. We wouldn't have done that otherwise. So, Amen. Y'all say, thanks, thanks be, to, be God. to God. All right. Who else? Who has something? To, who, what did you learn about the, the nature, the character of God? How did he provide for you? How did he comfort you? What comes to mind? I'm Chris. This is my wife, Stacy, and my daughters, Leighton and Elliot. Um, we have been in a church uh, for, well, our entire lives in a different town, and we, um, in various, serving in various forms, and um, on our spiritual paths, they, um, they were kind of asymmetric. Um, we moved here and, and became active in this church or started coming to this church, I don't know, five, six months ago. And we got involved in an apprentice group and with, with Adam and Stacy, Glenn Gabe, I feel you, man, and, and Lauren and Suzanne, and I'm not sure who else. Um, and we have been in the trenches um, with each other, and it has been, it has been so profound for us in our, on our spiritual journey and addressing things that have not been addressed um, with our spiritual walk. And we are, we have become a team together along with these people. And um, yeah, in a, in, a, in a walk that's just some days it's white knuckling it and some days it's glorious, but it's just, we're in the trenches with each other and it's just been such a time of growth. So yeah. Everybody says, thanks be to God. <clears throat> Who else would like to share? Pardon me if I don't stand up. <laughs> you get a pass, Patty. <laughs> I'm Patty. Um, I spent 21 years at Big Asbury and was such a joy in my life and raised my girls and my family there. Um, and then went through an unfortunate divorce but the thing I'm so thankful for with this church is that we preach the Holy Spirit. We speak about the Holy Spirit and how he talks to us, and he's with us always. And I think that's something that's missing in mainstream churches is this understanding of what the Holy Spirit is and how he works and how he blesses our lives daily, moment by moment, and how if we just allow him to, he will speak to us, and he will be there with us, and he will guide us. And Everyone's talking about the apprentice groups and how thankful I am for my apprentice group because it's the first time I think in years that I've really been in a group that truly supported each other and that we were willing to be totally raw with mm. and open with. And I'm so thankful for the spirit that, that Cornerstone um, has brought to us, allowing the Holy Spirit to work through us all and to witness to each other and to love each other and support each other. Amen. We all say, thanks, thanks be, to be to God. Good morning, everyone. I'm Austin as well. Um, this year, when I look back on 2019, I am thankful for the Lord's faithfulness in seasons of change. I feel like there's been a lot of change with living situations, with work, um, with 
life and in and out of community and traveling. And the Lord is just always so faithful to um, meet us where we're at. And I'm so thankful that we um, serve a God who is omnipresent. He is everywhere. He is in the trenches with us. He's on the highs with us. Um, He's in the tears and he's in the happiness. And I'm just uh, so thankful for that. I'm thankful for I'm thankful for what we learn through the seasons of change as well, and that there's purpose in it, um, and that He's faithful through it. So, he says, "Thanks be to God." All right, who else? Hi, I'm Carol. I grew up in Asbury, and I don't live here now. I live in Fort Worth. I'm Austin's mom. Um, And our family had a miracle this year, and I just wanted to share this. I hope it's super encouraging to y'all. I have a nephew who was um, lived in Nashville, and his parents, my sister and her husband, went through a really horrible divorce. And through the confusion of what he believed was true, on his 18th birthday, he moved out and had not spoken to my sister in six years or had any communication with our side of the family, which... um, and I say this with all humility, is just a believing family. And through the movement of the Spirit, he reached out to Austin and asked if he came back, if he thought the family would welcome him back. And we actually saw a prodigal son come back to Tulsa and spent the weekend with Austin. And when he got off the plane in He's about 6'5". He swam at Indiana. He just missed the Olympics by a few seconds. He's a stud. (laughs) And she jumped in his arms, and he swung around, and she said, I think the lady next next to us thought he'd just gotten back from Afghanistan or something, you know? And my mom, who humbly raised us as a single widow through Asbury and um, the faithfulness of the Lord, welcomed him in. And he called my sister, and he said, there's an annual beach trip that my mom has created this amazing memory. And he said, do you think if I asked my mom that she would allow me to go to the beach trip? And so the first time he saw my sister after six years was at our family reunion beach trip. And it was literally like we saw the prodigal son come home and be unconditionally loved And he accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior four weeks ago, five weeks ago, after visiting his sister. So I don't know if there's a prodigal son in the room or if you have one in your family, but I'm telling you, God delights. Thanks be to God. Who needs to give God honor for something he's done in your life? Hi, everyone. I'm Suzanne. I'm part of this great apprentice group over here where we sit. (laughs) Um, So back in February, I had uh, something very unexpected come up where uh, my boss, who was the president of the company, his boss had changed uh, to somebody else. And that individual um, uh, and I um, never got along, to say the, the least. And so he thought it was time that I leave uh, the company. And that was a shock, and I was very angry and and upset when I was told that back in February. Um, And so we were reading through the Bible in a year, 
And you can imagine uh, what we were reading in February. And so my uh, comment here is, does the Lord still speak through Leviticus to us today? <laughs> and the answer is, he does. <laughs> he does, similar to the song that we sang. So I was very upset. I got home that night, and um, it was late. It was about 10 o'clock. And I thought, well, gee whiz, I'm behind on my reading. I better at least open up the Bible and read some from Leviticus. I was like, great, all the blood, all the sacrifices. How fun is this going to be? But I was reading, and I was reading out of the uh, Jewish study Bible. Um, so this is what it says. Remember, I had just been told that I would um, need to leave uh, work. And this is what Leviticus 23 says in this paragraph. It says, and on the Sabbath, you will have a day of rest, and you will offer up burnt offerings unto the Lord with shouts and the trumpet and shouts of joy, and you will cease from all occupations, and you will basically stop work. And I was like, yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> and the Lord was so gracious to speak to me out of Leviticus. The word is alive. The word is alive today. Today. I encourage you all to keep reading it. Not only that, so then I had uh, gone back and through a series of discussions, they wanted me to leave on May 1st. I said May 1st was way too early. How about July 1st? And they said, okay, no problem, July 1st. I went back sometime later and reread that uh, scripture in Leviticus 23. And what I had forgotten, or whether it was subconsciously in my mind, was how that paragraph actually started. It starts like this. And in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you will da-da-da-da-da-da and cease from all occupations. Does God still speak to us through his word today? Amen, he does. Yeah. And we all say, thanks be to God. All right, who else, who else needs to share? Hi, I'm Mary. I hate speaking in front of people, but I'll just go anyway. Um, so this is my third year out of college, and to say the least, it has not gone how I expected it to. I'm, I'm from Tulsa, and I went to college in Tulsa. Um, but so uh, the first two years were pretty hard, just like job-wise and finding opportunities out of graduation. And I was very bitter and jealous of everyone who seemed to have it all together and things were going out, were going the way everyone uh, like expected it to with dream jobs and like getting married and all that. And, um, but last year, my a good friend and I uh, met had John in a bagel shop, and that was a totally a God-planned encounter because we started coming to this church afterwards, and that's where I found my uh, God-given apprentice group, and they were very life-giving for 2018, and up until I left um, this summer, I got accepted into a discipleship program in Portland, and that's been a huge gift, and because... For, like, last year, a year ago, I prayed for 2019, like, to be a year of change. 
and God has been very faithful in that. So, like, I'm having, having fun in Portland. It's been very good for me to get out of my comfort zone, out of the Bible Belt, because <laughs> uh, that's not what Portland does at all. <laughs> um, but uh, God has been also just very faithful in his provision of a church there, which reminds me a lot of Cornerstone. And so, very thankful for that. So, God is good. Thanks be to God. The dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. That's what I hear. Okay, anybody else? Probably about four or five more minutes. Who needs to honor God for something he's done in your life this year? Nina, you need a turn. <laughs> Um, my name is Sue, um, and again, I'm so thankful for Cornerstone, and I've known John since he was in high school, and it's been so awesome to watch him come into this um, space and share his gifts. Um, but one of the things early on was that book that was so oddly written, the um, Hebrides story, um, and just the power of prayer. And again, I think what God has taught me is, again, his timing um, and his days and his moments are so different. Um, but as I'm getting older, seeing um, the in investment and the power and the blessing of being able to pray for people and trusting in his timing. And I couldn't help but think of before I even knew Austin and she was a young girl, I had poured some prayers into her life because of a good friend, not knowing that I would get to see her again years later here, and just the gift of her life and the blessing and just different friends of what they have walked through and continue to walk through and just trusting in taking it before God and leaving it at his feet and trusting his love for them and just such a privilege to be able to be a part of sharing in that gift of prayer and hope and trust. So it just made me think of that when you all shared that story earlier. So, Thanks be to God. Hi, I'm Haley. Um, I just feel um, convicted to say that I have found... Thank you, Briggs. Um, closer. I found this church just to be... Um, such a great opportunity for us. I think I have a tendency to uh, like to blend in and just be a part of a big group and stand in the back. And, um, and so coming to this church was so great for our kids because I wanted them to have something that was small and they would really get loved on. And that's been awesome. But it's also been uh, a, a really exciting for me to uh, feel like there's been a lot of people here who have encouraged me to get involved and to do things that I just, I didn't feel like I had the opportunity to do at a bigger church. So, um, and then just getting to know so many cool people, but this has been really um, just, it's been a different experience for us here. And we're just very grateful for it as a family. So. Everybody says, thanks be to God. Who's going to be kicking yourself if you don't say something now? Uh, or maybe in the mundane, not in like the miraculous, but in the mundane, um, in the tedium, maybe even a disappointment. Okay. Hi, I'm Ashley. 
So um, I've had some health problems, and this year has, uh, well, I, in 2018, I had seen some improvements, and the Lord was healing some things. Um, and then I felt like I had some setbacks this year, and I didn't really understand why. Um, and so the Lord kept reminding me of the verse in 2 Corinthians, I think it's in chapter 4, but I'm not good with addresses, where Paul says, um, though outwardly I'm wasting away, yet inwardly I'm being renewed day by day. So God gave me some um, revelation or understanding of some triggers of things that were causing my health problems. And so he's been restoring me as he's been healing me from some emotional trauma. Um, I've seen a lot of improvements in my health. And he's also, in 2019, was the word that he gave me at the beginning of the year was hope. And so um, he's just been stirring up dreams and giving me hope for what he want, how he wants to use me and what my purpose is. Um, and so that's kind of becoming more clear. And uh, just a couple of weeks ago, um, some things with my job started to transition. And um, I felt like the Lord gave me direction that in May I'm going to be um, shifting out of the job I'm in into a different one that will be launching me into um, these dreams starting to be fulfilled. And so it's just interesting to think when, even though outwardly my body was frustrating me, um, yet inwardly he's stirring up hope and he's restoring joy and he's um, restoring my soul. And so um, I'm being renewed day by day, and it's exciting to see that he can use us even in our weaknesses and our um limitations, physical limitations. Um, he's just been really good, and I'm feeling a whole lot better, actually. So, praise God. Everybody says, thanks be to God. Say so one or two more, and if there's a kid, if there are any other kids in the room that want to share what, what you've learned about God this year, or what God has taught you this year, I'd love to invite a kid. Kind of a kid. Madeline, you're, you're not a kid. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, my name's Madeline. Um, I won't make it through this, <laughs> but a year ago, I was um, actually in Finland, well, just five months ago, actually, and um, kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, like, with no way to come home and no visa to stay, and um, I had no idea what I was going to do and a lot of, like, dreams and hopes, but a lot of it wasn't coming to pass, um, and, like... <laughs> really, really late in the game, um, like May. I was about to be there for a year and um, was planning to come home after a year. Um, like, really miraculous thing happened, and I got a scholarship to, like, come back to Tulsa and return and um, study, which was something I, like, never expected to, like, move back to Tulsa after spending a year um, across the pond. <laughs> um, and... The whole process, I just remember praying, like, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I know who you are, and that's enough for me. Um, and after returning home and starting to study and being hired on staff here, um, it's just been this, like, constant reminder of, like, I don't have to know um, his plan or what he's doing or what he has in store, but if I can hold fast to his character and who he is, that's enough for me. Um, and that's my hope for our church as well. So, Amen. Thanks be to God. All right. Anybody else? All right. Um, so 
when you were saying, does someone need to give honor? Uh, it's it's uh, easy one for me. This this year's been crazy with uh, with my company in a different way than 2018 was. Will, will we survive? 2019 we grew uh, an incredible amount, which creates its own new opportunities and difficulties. But um, I mean, God has come through in <laughs> in massive, multiple ways, like to the point of yeah, we just hired five new people and that, you know, Medicare check we were planning on is 90 days late. The founder and I, like, hey, we have to meet at the office at 5 a.m. and just, like, worship and pray. And then, like, literally the bank calls and they're like, hey, do you guys need an extra, like, $100,000? We're like, this, this is insane. Um, like, there's multiple stories of that. Um, and then also just to be super faithful with, uh, I work in early stage technology and we moved back from D.C., uh, and he's plugged me into some groups with just uh, amazing um, advisors and mentors uh, from like a group called Praxis um, to, that have been um, there along with us to help us walk through like what, what does it look like to be, you know, uh, run a redemptive business, redemptive entrepreneurship and like build theology through uh, how you're building your businesses. So way too many um, like bizarre <laughs> examples to give of his faithfulness, but like Throughout 19, that's um, that's kind of been the story is God's faithfulness to us and, and like fully dependent on him, which is terrifying. But he, he like he forced us to do that. So now I've kind of gotten to the point where I, I'm comfortable with it, um, which is also kind of scary, but fun. Everybody says, thanks be to God. All right, we're going to make this last call. Thomas, are you sticking a hand up over there? Just putting your arm around somebody. Okay. Okay. All right. And last chance, any kids want to share something? Do I see a hand? I'm Jan. and um, That's my mom. Yeah, a.k.a. AKA mom. And, and he knows I always have something to say, but this is one I didn't want to talk about. Um, it's, it's been a season of loss for us, and Phil and I um, both lost our mothers in the middle of the summer unexpectedly, and they lived to a ripe old age. But um, in preparing for their services and reflecting over their lives, we have such a beautiful picture of faithfulness over a lifetime through hardship. And, and through good times and bad times both. But as we looked at, at the pictures of their lives and, and their trajectory, um, we're reminded of the value of a life of faithfulness. And it's caused us to really um, examine what we want for ourselves and for our children and for our grandchildren. And uh, I'm so thankful to God that he is faithful, he never leaves us, and he's comforted us throughout this time and, and really given us joy and just a, a sense of love and appreciation for him and um, given us a goal um, in the examples of his faithful, strong women. So thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. As we're, as we're wrapping up, we're going to transition now to a time of prayer and to communion. Um, I, I want to thank and honor our staff. So 
some of them are here. Some of them are, are getting some uh, respite today, but Nina Reed is on our staff. Aubrey Reiner is out today, but she's led our, our elementary ministry. Holly Sharp has started Cornerstone Students, which has been great. Madeline McTighe is on as like our assistant and get everything done and remember details person. Uh, ben and Noel Kilgore are with Noel's parents resting, but I'm, I'm grateful for them. Uh, Todd Craig it was with us for the first half of this year and then abandoned us for the state of Florida. Um, but we wouldn't be who we are as a church without Todd. And then finally, I, I promised her that I would not bring her up, uh, but Danae Castle is back with our upstairs kids, and this is Danae's last Sunday on staff. And we are just tremendously grateful for the Castle family, for how they have served our church. Even before we launched, uh, Doug and Danae and their kids are back there figuring out how to cover uh, child care before we officially launched. And many of you have gotten emails from them. Many of you have sent emails at like 11 o'clock on Saturday saying you can't be there the next day. Shame on you for that. But the castles have been amazing, and so I, I want to thank and honor them publicly and uh, honor her by not making them come to the front, too. So we're going to enter into a time of prayer, and we've been looking back, and now I want to uh, encourage us to look forward. What are you asking God for in 2020? And what do you need from the Holy Spirit for 2020? And I'm just going to invite you to close your eyes, and, and uh, for those who want it, just to say uh, as, as a prayer, uh, come Holy Spirit, uh, give, me, give me a vision, give me a word, give me, uh, uh, direct my longings, just in the quiet of your own heart to pray, uh, come Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, we do pray that you would come. Thank you for your faithful and quiet work in our lives. Thank you for comforting us in grief. Uh, thank you for walking alongside us on Tuesdays and Wednesdays where things feel pretty unremarkable. Thank you for being our faithful friend through disappointment and through stress, uh, for being there with us in our deepest joys. Uh, Holy Spirit, I pray that you'd give us a vision for our next steps of faithfulness in 2020 not relying on our own insight or strength of will, but relying completely on the vision that you have for us. We pray, come Holy Spirit. You're welcome in our hearts. You're welcome in our lives. We welcome you in our church. We ask that you would move in power. As we strive to proclaim Christ, to present everyone fully mature in Christ, to pray that your spirit would stir up something fresh for the sake of the glory of your name in the city of Tulsa that other men and women who are far from home, other prodigals, other exiles would come back into the family of God. 